Well, they found Alves. Can he find the right killer ball? Bojan was there. It's headed away by Terry. Eto broke from him, but it's Messi. It's Iniesta! Oh, and the Chelsea fans cover their eyes in horror! What's up, guys? Uh, I have no right now here with me. And we're going to do a preview of the Chelsea game. And uh, probably I'll have um, Lev join me later as well, and he will tell his part. But yeah, I want to hear what Noah has to say about the game today. Noah, what's up, man? Yeah, what's up, friend? I'm here. I'm already excited. I was just uh, watching the old replays from the 2012 match, which every Kool-Aid knows, obviously. Um, the painful day for most of us, I think. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, also optimistic, not arrogant, like I said in the earlier podcast, but completely ready, man. Completely yeah. ready. And I, I've seen, I've seen the, your guest, you know, I've seen the stuff you posted on Twitter, the threads you had last night. You're, you're really excited for this one, huh? Yeah, it's something, um, we, when the draw came, we knew it was either Chelsea or Bayern because of the way it was set up. And I said, Chelsea. <laughs> Give us Chelsea. They were in a bad spell. Um, they still are guests up of the 2012 Champions League. And I'm sure they don't even know how they won it, but they did. Yeah. And it's it's just that there are some myths that need to be taken care of. Yeah, a lot of, of them. But A lot of them. The, the most important is beating them again and doing it successfully because we always suffer against Chelsea. Yeah. Always. Um, maybe a one goal that they said, or, 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 uh, in 2009, I believe it was on away goals with the Iniesta. Iniesta, so everyone knows yeah. that one. So, um, we did have some great moments, definitely, but I still think there are some myths left to, to take care of, and that's why I'm tweeting out and discussing it yeah. with people, reminiscing, so I'm completely ready. Well, uh, I have a Chelsea fan here, uh, well, I'm gonna have him. He's one of my close friends. He's been a big mm-hmm. Chelsea fan. He goes to their games and everything. And he's gonna be uh, live streaming the yeah. game with me. That's but great. The one thing he told me when we were speaking is, um, when Chelsea was going through all this bad form the last few games, I told him, right now, the worst thing for for Barca would be if Chelsea changes managers because they'll get rejuvenated. You know, True. and uh, it's the same thing that happened with um, when when they beat us last time. Yeah, with Di Matteo. Yeah, You're right. Di Matteo came in and just right before the Barca game and they played really well. And he told me this exact thing. He said, uh, if we change manager now, just, just like rejuvenating and, and bringing someone new in, feels like we have more of a chance to win against Barca than if we keep Conte. So I think one thing has already gone our way. True. I think, but, uh, because uh, Barca has been scouting the Chelsea, the Chelsea team and, it will be more difficult if they brought someone new in, whereas now we know how they play, basically. Yeah, true. But on the other hand, um, Di Matteo has had basically the only thing he did was a really de- defensive setup, like extremely, with Drogba playing as a defender at mm. times in possession. Um, no, not in possession, when defending, when marking players. Um, Ramirez with Lampert and Mikel in midfield, so basically... Um, not a lot of uh, creativity, even though Lampard, of course, was a great player, but at that time he was already getting older, so he was uh, getting worse. And Conte has a comparable philosophy. He also likes to defend, and I saw the preliminary lineup, and he was uh, starting, according to them, with three quarter, 
in the in the middle who basically always is a sub. Uh, Kante, uh, Fabregas, and and the wide side with Alonso and Moses. So that means Hazard with Mar- Morata up front and then five guys behind him. So that will be extremely defensive. That's the thing but, with them though. They um, if they come up with this one with this formation, I think we're. I don't think Drinkwater is good enough to play in this game. And I told this to my friend as well. I don't think his IQ is up there to cover Busquets and to cover Iniesta, you know. Um, maybe to, to Mark Messi, like, yeah, like maybe, Madrid tried to do with Kovacic. Yeah, maybe like maybe Conte um, has chosen to sacrifice one player to be on Messi the whole game. And I, if they play Drinkwater, I think that's his job. And I think he will suffer then. <laughs> yeah, he will I, I suffer think... a lot. Kante will suffer too, but I think Kante still has, so far as we can speak about intelligence, some more than Drinkwater because both aren't really known for their intelligence. They make a lot of falls, they make a lot of stupid passes which they then um, recuperate by making a fall. So I think if they defend and not press, we already have the edge because surely um, we are not good against low blocks, but we are worse when teams press. Like yeah. how Ava did this weekend. Um, so, so yeah, I, um, you're right. I think um, that the coach switch would have been horrible. But still, I think Conte has a comparable vision and philosophy to how Di Matteo uh, basically beat yeah. us. But I have to say, uh, n- not anything uh, like uh, being subjective or anything, but anyone who watched those two games will say to themselves, oh, how? Yeah, how? How? That's it, a good it wasn't, point. It wasn't a Di Matteo masterclass or anything. If you watch those two games back, you don't even have to watch them completely. Just watch the highlights. You will count at least, I think, at least 30, 30 or 25 player opportunities and 32 chances in, 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 in uh, complete. Um, yeah, completely. The truth so, is that we're just like luck. Yeah, it was, it was luck. Yeah. I don't want to take away anything from Chelsea because yeah, they... Obviously. They, they were real uh, disciplined, but they, they had a red card. Um, they had a penalty against them. They had, in, the, in their own home, they already had six or seven clear chances with um, Alexis one-on-one, Cesc three times one-on-one, um, Messi shot safe fantastically by Czech. It, it was just unreal. It was one of these games, you know. It, it, two, two of these games. Two of these games, <laughs> yeah. Come now. That was one of the greatest football games ever, bar the result. Because the way our bars played, I, I swear, I was, I was devastated when, well, when the ref, when Torres scored. I was just done. I, I, I couldn't. I was. It felt so unfair, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. It was unfair because, because... it was so good. Messi was absurd. Um, I, ju- I was just watching the highlights because someone uh, posted a video from Messi against Chelsea and he put like, he may not have scored, but the way he played, and if you just see the combination, Barca was with, with playing eight players around the box, and it was just quick one touches, one touches, not more than one or two touches. And when Busquets scored the second goal, and then the red card for Terry, it, it was devastating, man. Devastating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I see today, like, I see, I go on Twitter, right? And, and Chelsea fans are so, 
cocky and so like yeah. arrogant. And the thing is that <laughs> yes, we don't like playing against you guys. No. But we don't like playing against Real Sociedad either, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and, we, and we beat them. We ended the worst um the worst streak in our history possibly. It's like so. the the greatest thing that's happened to Chelsea in the Champions League is that night when they beat Barca. True. Definitely. Because because of that game they went on to the final in which they also didn't deserve the win at all. <laughs> the the Champions League final was basically the same as that game in, in Barcelona. Bayern was superior and I believe Drogba scored the equalizer in minute 88 or yeah. something like that. And then did they win after chip penalties? It was yeah, yeah it was penalties because Drogba scored with his last kick yeah. for Chelsea. That was that was that was something I gave me because even though Drogba was a bitch in the income now he was driving several times. He still is a legend and he was a player who deserved to win a Champions League one time. Because because he, yeah, he deserved it. And, and yeah. to take that responsibility to shoot the last penalty in the Champions League final is crazy. That just shows you how good, how good he was. And, um, but here in England, there's like this big, like, oh, um, Chelsea are the worst team that Barca could have faced. And then they have like, um, Chelsea were robbed in 2009. Which, if you watch the first game of that tie, it was it was a balance basically. It was in balance. The, both both of the teams got robbed, but I don't know why. But the narrative is spread that Barca was away for Lona because we that, won. Because uh, yeah, we won. but but the way how we won was also a bit of luck because if yeah. Iniesta would have touched the ball a bit more wrong. Would have yeah. gone over, or it could have been but, blocked, or but, something. But, it was just a fantastic shot. That that doesn't happen every day. So I don't yeah. get the narrative. I I just don't. Well, because these people don't remember the the red card for Abidal, for example. They don't remember the first game when how many penalties we should have been awarded. And listen, and, and the kick, this the is kick not, from Drogba on 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 Pique in his nuts, that, which when also he jumped, wasn't yeah, when he jumped for a header and then backheeled Pique. Listen, yeah, I'm not giving you excuses here because when you win, you cannot give excuses. True. But if you watch the first game, it's not much different than the second game, believe me. No, I agree completely. It was just, it was imbalanced. Uh, Chelsea had um, decisions against them, uh, um, uh, unexpl- inexplainable decisions, but the same were uh, counting for us. So it was imbalanced. Imagine, and, and no... imagine in the first game, if Drogba got a red card when he jumped and he'll kick PK in the stomach. If he got a red card that game, this is a whole different game. True. But didn't that happen in the second one? The the, the Was it in the second the, one? The, yeah, that was in the second one because right after that kick, the red card was given for Abidal. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, because yeah, yeah. Anelka was walking and he didn't touch him at all, but he slipped, I think, against his own heel or something like yeah, that. He yeah, touched yeah, his yeah, own yeah, heel. Yeah, and then he was given a red and I was in front of the PC like, Bro, how are you gonna kill? How are you gonna kill the tie like this? That is how I was saying. But, but think see. about it. But think about it. Drogba gets a red at that moment. It, it's 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 gets a yellow it's, for diving. It's it's all different game because then they wouldn't have their top man up front. Um, they probably would have brought on another defender, which would have given us much and much more of the ball, mm-hmm. and could have led to a super su- uh, a n- numeralic. Appearance um, in the in the middle of the park, which yeah would give us domination. We can talk a lot about what could have been, but the truth is, if a person is objective and they sit down and they watch both ties, both legs of that tie, they would see that it's not 
it's not the propaganda everybody is portraying that it's like, oh, Barca got all the decisions in their favor. Exactly. It it, it was it was a balance. It was, just a, it was just a terrible game for the ref. Both of yeah. these games were terrible and he, games and he, for the ref. And he admitted it too. He, was, he, has, he had an interview with Markham just this week and they asked him and he said, like, it wasn't my best day, but... It is not. He, he also said that it isn't fair that people only talk about Barcelona because he made several mistakes, and that's just the way it is. It isn't only Barca who profited. When you win, when you win, you you everybody's talking about you. Yeah, true, true. I mean, except if you're from the capital of Spain, then they won't post anything in the media. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean. So yeah, let's talk about the actual game because we are yeah. mostly reflecting and talking about our set times. But now we have an opportunity to take that to take that away, or at least um, to make it better. Because yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the actual game. Like I said, I expect Chelsea to defend. I don't think they can press. I don't remember a time when Chelsea pressed really the pressed. Yeah. They are mostly a team that sit back and play on the counter. Players like Morata or Hazard, great players. Um, but if we just do our usual thing, we didn't really fail in one away game this season at all. Um, we might have drawn, but but we but we never uh, got outplayed. Like how Luis Enrico yeah. went all out. He went all out in like in Paris, in Turin, um, which game we got beat in um, Bilbao. Several great games on the Luis Enrico away games. In which we got completely trashed only because he didn't, um, um, like, you know, felt the game. He didn't yeah. um, uh, calculate the, the stuff that will happen. Exactly. He, he he went all out, and Barca was just too vulnerable and got punched. And this season, that doesn't really happen. So that also gives me, uh, that makes me optimistic for today because Chelsea isn't the team known for pressing. They probably will have a low block. Which means we'll have lots of the ball. Uh, Busquets and Iniesta in their best traits, basically, to um, keep the ball flowing. The best XC. Everyone has to be 100% motivated because yeah. the last weeks um, they haven't been doing great. Except the most important game, the semi-final in Mestalla. They were good there. They were yeah. having balance. They were uh, they created chances. They were suffering too because Valencia was at home and they do press. So, so yeah, like I said, I'm optimistic. I, I think we have a chance. Not being arrogant like the Chelsea fans, not saying we're going to score three, four goals, but I do think we can win and at least score a goal there. That is yeah. the most important. I think, I think if we get a goal early, if you get a goal like in the 10th minute, I think we can finish the, the, the tie in, in today. Like we, we often do. Yeah. We if we score England. one goal, because that's what happens when we score a goal. Yeah. When we score a goal and the other team starts like trying to get the goal back, we smell the blood and we just become ruthless. Uh, yeah, I hope of a scenario like in the trouble season when we played against Manchester in the green kit. That was one of the best performances on the Luis Enrique yeah. because Barca started playing, um, I think it was with four midfielders back then. Yeah. Um, because Shafi played too. Yeah, we played with four midfielders. Um, um, I, I don't know who made way, made way, um, because Neymar, Suarez, and Messi were playing as well. Neymar, Suarez, and Messi, we had Busquets. Um... No, no, it, then it wasn't four midfields, it were, it were three. But yeah. we had complete control. Maybe Messi played a bit, 
Uh, yeah, it's number 10. With Suarez, uh, a striker, and Neymar from the left side. And, and oh yeah, Alves came into the right right side. That was it. He was combining with Messi because Messi tucked inside. Okay. So I hope we have a similar performance. One with control. With I think we had 70% of the ball that day. Yeah. And a quick goal. A quick. I think Suarez will be very important. Yeah. Big games are his drug. It's... Chelsea has a strong defenders and he likes to play against strong defenders. Yeah. Like the those. problem is, right, we haven't been scoring in the first half much this season. True. And uh, I believe if we don't score in the first half, we're going to make the game two times as hard for us because then Chelsea will just be like coming down. Like they will calm down and they'll play their game and they can score against us. I believe the thing we need to try to do today to score a goal within the first 15 minutes, if it works, then the game is wide open for us. Because first of all, if we score, yeah, if we score a goal, not only do they have to come, but Christensen, Cahill, and Aspilicueta, they will be sweating. They will be so, 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 so panicked that they allowed a goal so early. And the pressing, especially Cahill, is not too good with the ball. Cahill is a good, uh, typical English defender. He just punts the ball. He's I just agree like, completely. Yeah. So, Cahill, we need to press this guy so much. And I hope Suarez gives him a nightmare today, especially if we score first. If we score first, all the passes to Cahill are going to be cut off because he will just panic. He's not good with the ball. He's not good at thinking. He's just good at, you know, heading the ball, tackling and doing the tough doing stuff. Doing the basic defender yeah, stuff. Yeah, the basic yeah. English defender stuff. So Because, yeah. If, but if, especially if hand, it's Suarez. If it's correct. Yeah. On the other hand, Christensen and Espelicueta, they are, they are great complete defenders. They can pass. They are pretty fast. Um, they can, um, defend well. And I, and I not mean, and I don't mean falling and stuff like that. They have great time. So, on the other hand, it all depends how Barca sets up. Because I think we're gonna go with the 4-4-2. Um, we almost did in all games, in all big games, away games. And, also, Coutinho can play, um, can't play. Um, Paulinho basically messed up in Iperua. That's what the Spanish press say. Yeah. And apparently, Andre Gomez is going to play. No. That is what that is what all the Spanish papers, all the journalists say. Andre Gomez is going to play because Paulinho fucked up. Coutinho can play, and there isn't anyone else who can play there. I don't agree. Dembele can play there. True, but. Um, starting him there, his first start after his second injury yeah. in such an important game, I I don't think it's wise. Yeah, I, I think, think it's it better is. to give him a cameo, um, and hopefully it's his best cameo so far. And another option would be Paco or Aleish, but you really hate Aleish. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Aleish. <laughs> I, I, I noticed that. But to be honest, I don't think Aleish has been worse than Gomez. If if you are objective, I know <laughs> Gomez. Has uh, he has something to him which makes you think that he can do great? But the thing is he that rarely does. the thing is that Gomez, yeah, he has the height and he has the power. So when he plays on that side, he can tuck in and be an extra central midfielder. Okay, Alias just runs. Alias doesn't possess any other anything that that makes him special apart from running. Yeah. And he's a hard worker too. Yeah, he's a hard yeah. worker. Too. You have to give him that. He has and he some misses games. every every good pass Messi gives him. He just misses. except except this goal against Madrid. I mean, <laughs> he, he did I mean the, ball, the ball ricocheted like 15 times before he went in. True, true, true. It was, <laughs> it, was a, it was a poor shot and also maybe a blunder from Ken. You could argue that. Yeah. But to go back, um, you're right. Andre does 
has that physicality and um, he can play wide, but in possession, he makes the dumbest choices. And if you want to keep 70%, then it is. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I would prefer them to play 4 3 3 with Parker from the right side and Messi as follows. Yeah. But on the other hand, Chelsea has three at the back, so it might be wiser to give Messi just his. It's his usual 4 for 2 role, let Suarez fight it out and let him walk and pick his right moments. Because that's how he, that's how, that's how he plays nowadays. He, um, I saw some report that the Ar- Argentina president asked him to keep it, keep it down, to keep it slow, to be completely fit in, in the, in the World Cup. So, I do think that's just how he's, how he's doing it. He's picking out five, six moments in a game. To give a great pass or score, and, and that's it. He is not fixated on scoring three or four every game, like for example, how Cristiano wants to do it. That that's just how I see it. So I see chances in a in a four four two because then Suarez will fight it out with the defenders, and the other ones will have to be careful to to see where Messi is because he basically is lurking. I, for example, like the idea of playing. I don't want to say Andrew Gomez, but I like the idea of playing someone else on the right in the beginning, and then in the 60th minute or 70th minute bring Dembele on because yeah, Marcus Alonso has been uh, Marcus Alonso has been injured. He's not fully uh, like really? fit for the game. So, so Emerson will play the new the new left back. I mean, they have him playing. They have Marcus Alonso playing in most places where I checked, but he just came back, I think, from an injury. So he's at 75, yeah. probably 80 percent. Now, if he if if he runs forward or or if he gets some work done by uh, Andrew Gomes in the first 60 minutes, I believe if Dembele Dembele comes on with his pace, he will pass Marcos Alonso like a cone. If he if he's uh, in pain, it, de- or let's say it he, depends on how the game goes because if yeah. they have a low block, it will be more difficult for Dembele to to speed past players like against Getafe. But yeah. if we are let's say one nil, two nil, one two, one three up. I'm just saying something. I'm not sure. Yeah. And then Chelsea will have to come because obviously you don't want to lose the game. If you are behind, you're gonna to try to score a goal. If not, you're just weak because you're playing in front of your own own people. You have to you have to give them something. Yeah. So if that happens, Usman will be perfect because you know how fast he is. You know that he isn't afraid. He might seem insecure, but he always tries to, to dribble players. It isn't really working out, but at least he's trying in that space where we are ready. So um, you said you said you think they'll play um, Gomez three five. No, no, I mean Chelsea. They'll play Chelsea. three five two. Yeah, because they basically did all season. They basically always play with three at the back. Um, they always have wing backs Moses and Alonso, and last week Emerson. And and in the midfield, often you have Cesc. Uh, with Kante and then Bakayoko, but I'm sure he isn't gonna put him because no, I, I wouldn't do that because if you just yeah, saw how, is how injured he... as well, he can't. Oh, play. he's okay. injured. Okay, yeah, okay. Because, because how he, I, I think it was against Watford, he he basically created his own red card because of bad touches, yeah. simple bad touches. Just he he got the ball and he got the time, but he he he, he didn't uh, touch it well. It went away five meters, you have to tackle, yellow card, happened again, red card. So, mm-hmm. and if you do that against Barca, it's, it's done. If you have a bad touch and Busquets sees the pass for Messi, the passing line, you're done. So I yeah. think Conte knows. I, I, I didn't know he was injured, but if he wasn't, I think Conte knows 
that's playing Bakayoko isn't wise. But on the other hand, Drinkwater isn't much bad, if you ask me. Also, um, yeah, I don't, I just don't see Drinkwater playing, man. I know that, I know that we said we're gonna see 3-5-2, but isn't it that, isn't that a big risk? Like, Drinkwater is really not, I don't wanna jinx it, and I don't want him to have a world-class performance, but what, from what, from what I've seen, He's like playing with two defenders against Busquets, Rakitic, and Iniesta, you know? If you put yeah. the drink water on. Yeah, I get it. But, and, and he's uh, a typical English midfielder as well. So, I think um, I yeah. think what, what will happen is, I think they will drag him into making a foul. I think Iniesta or Busquets will drag him into fouling one of them. Or committing a few fouls early on, so he gets a yellow. And after that, it's just... Once yeah. he has a yellow, he will be more careful. He will not jump into tackles, he, you know? Or the situation could um, 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 appear that Messi has someone on him, and then other players get space, like happened in Bernabeu. Like the perfect example was the first goal. Rakitic was basically running into an open midfield only because Kovacic was was on Messi, Messi. and Casemiro was already played out. And also, also, do you think Drinkwater can keep up with Messi? No way. No, yeah. nobody can keep up with Messi. They always have to fall. But that you see, the, people <laughs> say Messi was in his pocket, but they forget that the referee has to whistle five or six times, and sometimes they escape yellow like Casemiro does. Yeah. So, so if someone falls, they don't have have him in their pocket. That that is just basically um, cheated if you if you are objective yeah. because you make a fall, and a referee wouldn't whistle if you were um, defending fair. So. So I don't agree with that statement. But I don't think, yeah, that's but that's exactly the reason why I don't think Drinkwater will start. Because I don't think Conte is crazy enough to let Drinkwater match up with Messi. I I, I don't think it either. But it's just what I what I saw in the media. I was yeah. surprised too. I was thinking like, okay, because what I expected was Chelsea with a four-two-three with Pedro from the left side. Yeah. Um, oh no, 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 not Pedro from the left side. Um, Morata is striker, Hazard from the left side, but basically in a free role, and Willian or Pedro from the right side. I I I think Willian because he has more um, uh, work ethic and he he is also better in midfield. And I believe they're gonna make small spaces so they you can better use Willian, who is just as fast as Pedro, yeah. and it's a it's a better worker. See, see, I think I think Conte is just trying to. He's just trying to surprise us. I think because there's so many of these like unknown injuries surrounding Chelsea, you know, like little knocks, like, uh, they say, for example, uh, Barkley, Ross Barkley is, uh, doubtful for the game. They say, uh, David Lewis, who's been injured, he's doubtful for the game. Marcos Alonso, doubtful for the game. I actually think Conte can, I actually think Conte will pull something from his sleeve, you know. I think, uh, Ross Barkley might play where Jim Quarter is supposed to play. Or Luis in midfield. <laughs> yeah, or David Luis in midfield. But, <laughs> but that will be a disaster. I hope yeah. he does that. I hope he puts David Luis in that, midfield. That, then he, uh, then Suarez will have another uh, uh, meeting with him. <laughs> we yeah. all remember how that went in Paris. Yeah. One <laughs> so, night in uh, Paris. Yeah, that was after that. Luis was never the same. <laughs> yeah. Suarez basically started the ending of his career. Um, it, so yeah, it, that was. Um, I, I, I think Chelsea is uh, is in for a treat. Not being arrogant or anything, but I just don't see because we have we had so many big 
games, big away games against tougher opponents than Chelsea. Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, Real Sociedad, which for us is the most horrible mm-hmm. opponent to get. Um, did we have Balaidos already? No, we didn't have oh. Balaidos yet. So there is still to follow. Um, but we had some more. Villarreal, which also can be tough. Um, uh, Bilbao, which we also won. So yeah, Nestaya should have won there in the cup. We won. So so yeah, there there is already five six tough challenges away, and we never like got outplayed. Only Eibar did. I, I will give them their credits. They did. But the other teams, Madrid had a good first half, but then we basically took over completely. Against Atleti, you were better, but they just scored earlier and then we equalized. Mestaya, we were better, but the goal were denied. Sociedad, bad start, but completely changed it. It, it is, yeah. it's, it's phenomenal. So, I'm optimistic. I'm definitely optimistic. Yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic as well. I think these three at the back formation that they're, they're doing is gonna get, gonna, we're gonna catch them at some point. It's also Victor Moses. He, um, we don't have a real left winger there, but, we do have Alba making those runs. Yeah. And and if William plays there, he will basically have to focus on the, on, on, on the middle. Because the middle is the most important. The white players, they don't, we don't have real white players. So that will mean that they won't have this, as, much, most, as much attention on that side. Which means that Alba and also Sergio Roberto is also... People yeah. think that he will get um, destroyed against Hazard. But if we have the ball... Then that H- other can kind of attack. <laughs> exactly. That is, I think Valverde understands that, and I think we will have a 60, 70 percent uh, percentage of the ball. I think that is going to happen, and Chelsea will really, really, really park the bus. I think that is basically what's going to happen, and it's impossible that the same thing happens as in 2012 because that was just bad luck two times. I don't think that's going to happen a third time. They might <laughs> have a good game. They might defend well. Bottling seven, six clear opportunities? No, I don't think so. But yeah. on the other hand, um, this Barca doesn't create as much as the Pep Barca. That is one thing that has to be said. So there are several narratives, but the one I'm going with is that we are having the ball, that Chelsea is going to defend, and that if we score quickly, like you said, it's it's a great time. And we have them basically by the, by the strokes. They only have to come, and then we have to kill him off. But, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's difficult. It's because it's yeah. still Chelsea. It's we still have to, game. we still have to be respectful, not jinx anything like you said. And I still expect us to be, um, the better team. So, but what is your starting 11 for Barca then? The Gala, Gala XC with Ter Stegen, Sergi Roberto, PK, Umtiti. Jordi Alba, Busquets, Rakitic, Iniesta. And because of what I saw in the Spanish media, Andre Gomez, I'm going with them. They are often very right. And to be fair, Andre Gomez basically played in all the big games, except Bernabeu. In every other big game, he was a starter. Wait, away. do you want Andre Gomez on the left or on the right? Where are you, go- where are you gonna play? No, on the, on the right side, obviously. Oh, because, okay. because it is a 4-4-2 with Messi and Suarez up front. Yeah. And then, Iniesta in the midfield from the from the left wing, but in possession obviously he isn't yeah. a bit. So and then that that's my lineup. 
And do you want me to give the Chelsea one as well? Or uh, yeah, give the Chelsea one if you have one in mind. Courtois, Victor Moses, um, Aspiriqueta, Christensen, Cahill, Alonso, if he is fit, and if not, Emerson. Um, I'm going with the Spanish midfield with drink water. <laughs> I hope they do it. Um, Kante, which I hope people will hype him up again because yeah. we all know how the English fans think Love about to Kante. hype up Kante, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want to um, call him donkey and stuff like that because I do think he has his qualities, but they overrate him usually. Yeah. And Fabregas, which I also think they overrate usually. Uh, and then up front, Mose, um, sorry, uh, Morata and Hazard, um, the ideal counter players. And yeah, I think that is how they're going to fight against us. Sorry, I'm not bored. I'm just a bit tired. And yeah, so yeah, and um, so what's yours? How do you think we're going to line up and how Chelsea's going to line up? Uh, I think we're going to line up with Stegen, obviously. Roberto on the right, PK on Titi and Alba. That's our starting back four. Um, I want to say Dembele, but I know he's not going to play him, man. I know he's going to play, like you said, either Paulinho or Gomez. Gomes. Uh, Rakitic in the middle with Busquets and Iniesta on the left. And then in the attack is going to be Suarez and Messi as always. Um, for Chelsea, I see Courtois and Go. Back three of us, Blicueta, Christensen and Cahill, which hopefully we can exploit. Um, they're gonna play 3-5-2, so the five are Alonso on the left, Fabregas, Kante, and Drinkwater. Or Barkley. You forgot Moses. Yeah, Moses, yeah, Moses on the other hand. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Moses on the other hand. And then, uh, I think front two will be Azar and Morata. Even yeah. though I think, I think at the moment, I think Giroud is playing better than Morata. I just, I just, I just don't think that, uh, Conte trusts him yet to, put, to play him in a game like this. But this game, they are gonna defend, and they need speed. And Giro, I I'm Arsenal fan, so I appreciate Giro. He has certain qualities which are undervalued. People all will always want to slay him, but he has his qualities, yeah. especially as a target man. He can um, he can link up well. His combining play is great. He plays like Ozil, etc. But he almost always misses his first opportunity. He isn't super prolific in in the sense of um, lethal. He scores goals, but he misses. He always misses his first opportunity.